Good evening, and welcome to another episode of The Doll Spirited Adventures. My name is Janet, also known as The Doll, and I host this podcast every Saturday evening, and that's 5 p.m. Pacific Time. What is going on with y'all today? I have been experiencing some very frustrating technical difficulties. I think my son is up to no good. No good Nick. That's what we're going to call him today. And uh, so this is my seventh attempt. So what do they say? Seventh seventh times the charm. Oy vey. I'm, I'm not amused. But the doll is not amused. So tonight we are in season six, episode three. By the time I get done here, it'll feel like I've done seven episodes because I've had to record this first part seven times now. So uh, tonight's episode is Let's Explore Pareidolia. And I guess you're wondering, what the heck is that? And why did she choose to talk about that tonight? Well, let me tell you a little something. The doll is highly addicted to all shows regarding paranormal activity. And I was watching a show the other night, and they had a segment on pareidolia. And I was like, what in tarnation is that? I didn't actually say tarnation, but I don't normally swear on this on this show. So, trying to keep it PG, peeps. Um, but as I was watching this segment, I thought, oh, I have that. I have that ability. That's okay. That's what that's called. And so I wanted to explore this topic a little further and did some research. And I thought my peoples would really like this. Let's let's see if they experience it. Now, I'm doing this show without my headset on. So if you hear Jersey in the background, uh, please forgive him. He's um, being rather naughty. So I just heard him let off a little warning shot. We'll see how much of this we can get through without a full-on war in my living room because <laughs> uh, the fairy room's pretty quiet but the house is not soundproof so uh, just know that I I don't edit my podcast I don't script my podcast and and just everybody knows I've got animals so <clears throat> let's just move on from there I would like to open with a little quote quote that I think ties into this topic quite brilliantly. Hope you'd like it too. Her warm memories created such rhythmic ripples that the pareidolia of his vision composed the most soulful romantic ballads of a lifetime. And that is by, and I hope I don't butcher this name, Shrawanidas. Ooh, that rolled off pretty easily that time. The last seven were not quite so easy. I'll tell you what. Now, the candle I've got burning tonight is the Ranger and uh, smells like war-beaten leather, earth and leaves, aged bourbon, and I do love a good aged bourbon, had some little bit ago, with notes of citrus, clove, cinnamon, and sweet vanilla. And it's a dandy. I love it, I love it. Do you have your favorite beverage nearby? Have a sip right now because I'm a little parched. I'm going to take one myself. Onward. Okay. The stones I am working with this evening are 
rutilated quartz. And, you know, I, I often kind of compare rutilated quartz with smoky quartz with a bonus. And the bonus is it has these beautiful little lines of gold. It looks almost like tinsel, very thin little lines of of spun gold running through it along with some silver and some black and some gray <clears throat> and then this smoky context to it it's uh quite delightful and from the card it says an illuminator for the soul promotes spiritual growth and cleanses the aura connects to soul lessons and the plan for the present life Draws off negative energy, encourages letting go of the past, and promotes forgiveness at all levels. Soothes dark moods and acts as an antidepressant. So for those of you who might have a little bit of the seasonal affective disorder running around now, now that it is starting to get darker earlier, that might be a good stone for you to, to welcome into your world. The second stone that I am working with tonight, and I love it so much because it was my grandmother's birthstone and that is aquamarine this is a beautiful little nugget this is a stone of courage and fortitude provides peace tranquility and serenity said to be effective as a treatment for anxiety this is another good stone for you ladies that have uh, anxiety to put this little one in your bra gentlemen you can put it in your pocket and it, it's a nice little worry stone Excellent to help enhance communication skills. Highly creative stone gives you the strength you need to take responsibility for yourself in your life. So there you go. These are great stones. And if you're looking for a very uh, ethical gem and stone and crystal uh, merchant, I do a lot of business with my friend Zen Jen over at Zen Jewels. That's Z-E-N-J-E-W-E-L-Z.com. You can find her on the net. You can find her on Instagram and you can find her on Facebook. And should you choose to do any biz biz with her, if you give her this code, all in caps, free gift seven, that's F-R-E-E-G-I-F-T seven, she will give you a free gift with your first purchase with her. And, <clears throat> you know, I do discuss crystals a lot on this show uh, simply because I use them in my everyday work, in my everyday life all the time. I find them extremely helpful and uh, they bring a lot of peace into my, into my world. So, pareidolia kind of works with the creative slash artistic part of your brain. And so I was uh, researching crystals that help you to kind of tap in to your creative and artistic nature um, and working with the universe and those crystals to get you there. Here's a four that I came up with. So get your, get your, your pad, your pad and your pen handy. Uh, you might want to jot these down just for future reference. The first one is citrine. And I have a lovely, lovely sphere of citrine at, to my right. It's huge and I love it so much. Uh, it's a stone of joy and abundance. Citrine 
helps you to interact creatively with the world and it promotes inner calm. The second stone uh, that I discovered in this uh, research was garnet. And I have a lovely pie stone of garnet right here. A rejuvenating stone believed to protect against evil and terrifying dreams and to attract love. The third stone, blue lace agate. And I do believe that I discussed some blue lace agate a couple weeks ago. Lovely stone, connects spirit with intellect, enhances the ability to communicate effectively what is in your mind and heart. And lastly, bumblebee jasper, which I don't possess. I don't have a piece of this. Jen, hook me up, babe. I need a piece of bumblebee jasper. This stone's startling colors instill a new vibration. I can't wait to get that in my hands. It stimulates new projects, bringing you the message that must that you must have honesty in your life. So there you go with that. I'm going to take a quick break and I pray to my guides and to universe and to Nick <laughs> that when I hit the stop button to take that break, that this recording will have taken. I'm putting this intention out to the universe right now. Please hear my prayer and my dream and my wish and my intention that I, I can get the show done because I, I really want to get it done today. So here, here my words. There's my intention. You go refill your cup and I'll be back in just a moment. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Well, we were successful, everybody. Thank you if uh, if you were saying a prayer along with me. The collective energy was extremely positive, and my uh, first half of the show was successfully recorded, and so got that all processed and ready to go for you. Oh, thank you. What a what a nightmare. I don't often experience uh, these technical difficulties but when they happen they happen big you know go big or go home i guess chimney christmas and while that was processing i thought you know let me let me pull a couple of cards for the overall energy of the show and i'm using the high vibe card deck tonight and this is by becky moore she is an intuitive energy healer and educator with a passion for the body, health, and the spirit world. Becky has a private practice in Seattle, Washington. So right here where I am, where I live. Not my hometown, but it's my adopted hometown. So, so there we go. So two cards jumped out. And the first one is food. Hmm. 
what you eat affects your vibration. Now, just so you know, we are going through an extremely tumultuous uh, vibrational and energy time right now. If you are feeling very sluggish, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if your electronical whatnots are acting up and being all sort of problematic, we are in, Mercury is in retrograde until the 18th, so we only have a couple more days to go. So hang on to those reins, peeps, you know. I'm right there with you. I've had a rough time with it. So, pay um, what you eat affects your vibration. Today, pay attention to what you are eating. Eat more fruits and veggies. Good, healthy, from the earth nutrition. Receive the high vibes from Mother Earth. Feel the high vibes from Mother Earth and give thanks. Well, right now, I'm giving thanks that my show is working. So that's where my mind is. I do tend to eat lots of green foods because um, that's on my program. And I find that that does tend to keep me at a fairly high vibrational mood, along with just an ish ton of water. I drink I drink close to 64 ounces of water a day. It's really good for your skin. Just just uh, know that. The second card is inspiration. The mind is everything. What you think, you become. That's by Buddha. So remember that. Keep those thoughts as high in vibration as possible too. Even though you may not be giving off anything that's of a low vibration, if you're thinking stuff that ain't so pretty, it's going to come out one way or to another. So just, just realize that. If you're just tuning in, we are in Season 6, Episode 3. Let's explore pareidolia. Now, pareidolia, the definition of pareidolia... <clears throat> is seeing familiar objects or patterns in otherwise random or unrelated objects or patterns, and it's that's called pareidolia. It is a form of apophenia, which is a more general term for the human tendency to seek patterns in random information. Our brain does not like things that look disorganized. If we it's like we have to make sense of it. So we find things in random everyday objects that make sense to us. And faces are like the first thing we see when we're babies. That's the first, you know, you see people, you see all these people hanging over your cradle, you know? Everyone looking down at you. You're looking up. Who are you? What's going on? What are we doing? You got a bottle for me or what? So it's, it's very natural for humans to want to make sense of the nonsensical or scattering of things to put them in a, in a pattern because that makes sense to our brain. We like things organized. Most of us do. So examples of pareidolia are seeing the likeness of Jesus or an angel in the clouds. Jesus has also been reported to be on a potato chip that's been in the news. I've seen it personally. Um, Also, the face of Jesus. Jesus likes to show up in our food. What's up with that? What's up, JC? Uh, A grilled cheese sandwich. And I had a grilled cheese sandwich today and 
You can bet your sweet bippy I was looking for a face. <laughs> I, I double dog dare you. I bet you will too. Um, in the foam uh, of a cappuccino. Hmm. It appears Jesus does indeed hear our prayers, especially when we're praying over our food. All right. Thank you, JC. The causes for pareidolia. This is kind of a bit. So don't get bogged down in all of the, the information. Just kind of soak it in, okay? Many doctors think pareidolia is a product of our evolution. The, um, this phenomenon has also been witnessed in monkeys, suggesting the brain function has been inherited from primates. Now, that's kind of interesting. I mean, whether you are into the whole evolution theory or not, you know, let's not get bogged down in whether it's, you know, Bible or evolution or whatnot. I, I like to look at this kind of stuff very scientifically. So I'm sticking with science for right now. So no offense to anyone who is of a religious nature. Just just know that. Love everybody. Love everybody. Support everybody. So <clears throat> people wonder, you know, is this normal? Is this a gift? Is this related to schizophrenia? The answers, yes, maybe, and heck no. It's completely normal. Our brains are wired to see order or put things in a orderly fashion. When you see things that look unorganized, you know, so you start to see things or patterns in random things, whether whether it's in your coffee, whether it's in your eggs, whether it's in cut vegetables, that kind of thing. Faces are everywhere. I would love to know where you see yours. Not yours in particular, outside of the mirror, but, you know, do you see them in clouds? Do you see them in leaves? Do you see them in bark? Because I see them everywhere. There is a clear positive correlation between pareidolia and high creativity, as well as personality traits such as impulsiveness, spontaneity, extroversion, and conscientiousness. Those who have schizophrenia are known to have more illusions uh, more creative receptors, and so they do tend to see more faces uh, and other things in random objects, which is why pareidolia was once tied to mental illness. However, that has been refuted since then. So it's not known to be because of mental illness. Just I want to stress that factor. Is it common? It is often, it has often been hypothesized that people who are more religious or believe in the supernatural are more prone to pareidolia. Artists or artistic people are also more prone to pareidolia at a higher level than people with less creative personalities. Now, I mean, I've never met anyone who hasn't seen something in a cloud I think everybody has it on some level. I really do. That's that's just the doll's perception. 
And it, this makes sense to me. You know, think of Salvador Dali, one of the most well-known abstract painters in history. He loved Impressionism, but he did move closer to Surrealism. Uh, he was a strong, he was of strong Catholic faith. And this, plus his interest in mysticism, helped to, helped him to develop what he called nuclear mysticism. That was his style. So here you have a widely, wildly creative individual whose background in Catholicism and supernatural and mystic movements helped to influence his artistic themes. Pareidolia is actually very advantageous Um was, you know, and actually is f from our ancestors. Scientists argue that babies are much more likely to be cared for if they experience pareidolia. Think about this. What if you didn't have the ability to recognize the face of those who cared for you? Scientists theorize that a, a million years ago, babies who did not smile back at their caretakers <clears throat> were not tended to as dutifully. So pareidolia has been passed down in our DNA generation to generation. And it, it's basically like one of our survival skills. Women, here's a little aside, tend to see faces in more random things than men. And I wonder why that is. I mean, but men... Now, women tend to see color much more truer than men. I do know that from all my years of growing and showing dahlias. Just thinking out loud here. Um, it was explained that women have a better ability to recognize emotions through deciphering facial expressions. This topic intrigues me completely. Faces in clouds, faces in cut vegetables, faces in flowers. Have you guys ever seen the um, the orchids, the monkey orchids that definitely look like little monkey faces? There's also another orchid, I believe, that has the look of um, a baby face, like a little cherub. I mean, it's fascinating, absolutely fascinating. Uh, faces in tree bark, terrifying faces in tree bark. Think of <laughs> think of the the wicked, um, what is it? The Enchanted Forest in The Wizard of Oz. I love always reaching for that movie to uh, to get my tips up for this show. I mean, it's like my staple. But, you know, they've got those faces. Even though they're talking and throwing apples at everybody, it's like, but the pareidolia that people experience must have been a creative tip on how to present those trees. Think about that. That's kind of, that's kind of, inspirational and uh, very creative and crazy and uh, fun. I love it. What do you see in random groups of clouds or in the bark of trees in the woods? I would love to hear about your experiences. So if you're new to my show, and I have had several new uh, listeners come on board, I do have an email and that's thedoll48 at hotmail.com. I also do have a website, same name as the uh, podcast, the Dolls Spirited Adventures.com. That's T H E D O L L S S P I R I T E D 
A-D-V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S.com. I upload my episodes on all of my social media. So Facebook, there's a, there's a page of the same name on Facebook. Um, I'm on Instagram at the doll 48 and on Twitter at the doll 48. And I upload my, my episodes on all of those much more frequently than I do on the website. But on my website, I also offer a space where you can schedule appointments. If you are looking for a psychic medium, I am one and I offer 30 and 60 minute either psychic energy readings or mediumship readings and the prices are available on my website. So I'd like to end this evening with one more little quote. I love this. This is great. Is creativity some obscure esoteric art form? Not on your life. It is the most practical thing a businessman can employ. And that's by William Bernbach. Yes, keep those creative juices going. Think outside the box. Look at random things. What are you seeing in them? Do they inspire you? Get inspired. And don't let these crazy energy twists and turns get you into some kind of psychological bundle of nerves, okay? I had uh, my my girlfriend, Patty, kept uh, texting me this morning while I was finishing up my research and she was having just a conniption over some pantyhose that she was trying to put on for today. She has a gala to go to. And all of a sudden then she, she sends me one message that says, Patty, stop sending me these crazy messages. I'm trying to research for my show. And she was imitating me and I was like, keep it up, honey. You're going to get a shout out on the show if you keep that up. And here I am. There you go, girl. Kiss, kiss, love you, mean it. (laughs) Oh, golly. I just love, I love doing this. But it is time to close for this evening. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for being you. Thank you for um, introducing my show to others. I I am always happy to have new listeners on board. Show is growing leaps and bounds every single week. And it's all because of you guys. So keep that up. I appreciate it so, so much. I look forward to next week. Because this doll is going to take you on another adventure. Have a great rest of your weekend. Don't work too hard this coming week. Take care now. Bye-bye.